Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hear from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at slash hypergig with details. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From UFOs to psychic powers and government conspiracies, history is riddled with unexplained events. You can turn back now or learn the stuff they don't want you to know. A production of iHeartRadio. Hello, welcome back to the show. My name is Matt. Our colleague Noel is away right now, but he will return shortly. They call me Ben. We are joined, as always, with our super producer, Alexis, codenamed Doc Holiday Jackson. Most importantly, you are you. You are here. And that makes this the stuff they don't want you to know. Uh, we had a fantastic conversation just a few seconds ago off air, uh, and it was concerned with several amazing, several horrifying things. Um, Matt, you know, uh, you and I have those moments sometimes where we're in the middle of something really compelling, and then we have this, um, beat me on this, Doc, we have this, uh, oh, shit, we got to go do the actual show <laughs> moment, right? Like, we... Uh, oh, no. Oh. Yeah. Let me let me tell you a story, everybody. Ooh. So, okay. <laughs> so, I'm in the middle of a table read for a different secret project that you'll hear about shortly, and Ben messages... Alexis and I, uh, just a quick little thing. Hey, the Russian number stations are going nuts and provides a link to a place where uh, I know we have monitored this situation before. And uh, there is some stuff going down and all of the work that you're doing just feels eh, not so important when the Russian number stations are going nuts. <laughs> I didn't mean to be I didn't mean to be like a jerk about it. Uh, but no, I you did follow up with a snarky line. It was like, uh, <laughs> Matt, you asked me, uh, can we confirm this? And Alexis is like, what is going on? And then I, I just followed up with, I guess we got to do our little show. And so, <laughs> uh, so number stations, we were talking about this longtime listeners, fellow conspiracy realists. Uh, you, if you understand tradecraft, you understand the ingenious method of communication that number stations employ. This is not a uh, this is not a conversation about number stations today necessarily. However, if you would like to hear number stations, you can find them online 
because the nature of the mechanism, it's just objectively, it's objectively brilliant. Uh, Long story short, old school Soviet stuff using one-time codes, which means that it does not matter if you hear something, if you don't understand the signifiers and the the language, even the the music that gets broadcast sometimes, you will have no way to decode the message being sent. So what we know is that someone in Russia in control of some of these stations put out a call, and we don't know what it means. And we are recording this a week in advance, which means maybe we'll find out. Where where that call was going and what it meant, we are super uh, hopefully fun we don't. Hopefully we don't. Hopefully, hopefully we don't. <laughs> hopefully it was someone saying check the oven or something. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Uh, and today is Tuesday, March first. By the way, as we're recording this, the good thing is while we're dealing with that existential dread, that feeling that is just uh, tearing away at all of us, there are things to keep us occupied that make me personally very happy. Like, and we're not sponsored by Bandai Namco. I think that's who put it out. Uh, uh, but from software. It is from software. They literally just made the same game again and called it something else. Uh, but, but there is such thing as, <laughs> there is such thing as Elden Ring. Uh, I think uh, Alexis and I are big fans. Uh, we we had a earlier conversation and we wrapped recording and one of the things i just said knowing you two are prolific and talented gamers i just looked at the camera and just said the two words elden ring and then you both i, I don't <laughs> think you planned it but you both went oh <laughs> and then we and then we we Spent some time like looking at the different classes, looking at how to set it up. And I had never played Dark Souls before. And I was asking why it's so hard, why no what like why there is no explanation for the stuff you're supposed to do. That's too much like real life for me. You know, I got like I got real life problems as well. Um, but it's cool. Wait, so it's you're cool. not in you're not enjoying it? Enjoy is a, a word that encompasses a lot of things. I would say I'm experiencing Elden Ring. Uh, I am committed to the bit, right? Like Matt, you <laughs> yeah. earlier, you earlier asked me, you were like, "Well, if you're unhappy with the character you made, why don't you just change it and start over?" And I was like, "No, it's too, it's too deep. I got the sunk cost fallacy. I already, you know, I, I like killed a goblin." You know what I mean? I'm in it. I got to be this person now. Uh, and and Doc, I think um, you also hopped on the train. And I think Matt will join us soon. But uh, mm-hmm. but we put the call out to you, Matt. We need a tank. Oh, yeah. I'll, I will for sure do that. Alexis, what, what did you start out with as your class? I'm an astrologer. And let me say for the record that I was already planning on buying Elden Ring. I just didn't think I was going to have time to play it this week. But then once we were talking about it yesterday, I was like, beat me, future doc. F*** it, I'm buying it now. <laughs> so, <laughs> I went to GameStop, bought it, and so far, I don't want to use the word addicted because that's a very strong word, but I definitely found myself working today. Even now, as much as I love you guys, like there's just still a part of me right now that's like, ah. Oh, Thinking about them runes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, souls, excuse me, runes, as, as you guys pointed out. <laughs> Yeah, and also our, um, again, one of the few regrets I have about our show is that a lot of our conversations take place off air. Uh, we have we have had explorations of real and ongoing deep-seated issues in civilization, in the U.S. and abroad. Uh, we're, we're talking about video games because... That is for us, I think it's safe to say for the three of us, that is a way to take a break from a news cycle, take a break from uh, propaganda, the war being waged against transparency in the historical record. Anytime someone is objecting to the concept of, uh, what's the buzzword? CRT, right? The acronym for critical race theory. We talk about this stuff 
we explore it together. We explore it with you tuning in. And then at some point we go, I don't know. Let's play like a video game or something. Let's be cooler. Mm -hmm. Let's let's not freak out. But um, we are at a freak out moment. You know, I looked at the doomsday clock. You remember that, Matt Mm -hmm. and Alexis? Yeah, I looked at the doomsday clock and it's always almost midnight. It's the worst. Uh, But what's wait, what's the what's it at right now? And I haven't checked it on air. All right, let's do it. So uh, (laughs) while you're looking it up, Matt, a brief explanation of what the doomsday clock is. The doomsday clock is a kind of a thought experiment. It's a it's um. It's an analogy of an analog clock, if anybody remembers those, that counts down the likelihood of a nuclear exchange, nuclear weapon exchange. And currently, it's, um, I think it's, it's pretty close. It's like a minute and a half away from midnight. Midnight is when the bombs drop. Yeah, it says 100 seconds to midnight. And that was updated on January 20th. 2022 so uh recent events haven't been taken into account yet yeah yep the doomsday clock is not a scientific measurement necessarily in terms of methodology but it is important to understand that mad mutually assured destruction aka the unofficial the unofficial standoff that keeps world civilizations from being at each other's throats all the time mad is looking increasingly less consistent at this point um and again we are recording as you said matt uh, on march 1st this episode is publishing on march 10th we do not know what will occur in the interim uh, but we do know one thing and it's this you are the most important part of the show. It makes our week to be lucky enough to share your stories with your fellow conspiracy realists. Um, we did maybe the best way to start today. Um, also, I got I, I played astrologer in Elden Ring, and I'm super pissed about it. I made the wrong decision. But the the, <laughs> the best uh, thing about that game is that you learn by failing right so you get you inch forward in the game in progression by failing and dying so by restarting and just going back to the beginning you're going to know everything you got to do where all the items are hidden all the places you got to go just saying it's a rewarding experience so basically you said the real runes are the friends that you make along the way (laughs) (laughs) yes (laughs) wow oh so good Also, Alexis and Matt are way better at video games than I am. It's just sort of a known thing behind the curtain of this show. Uh, we have we have something really interesting that we wanted to open with today. Uh, you will recall, fellow conspiracy realist, in a previous listener mail segment, we received a fascinating story that recounted an anomalous occurrence of sonic booms in New Mexico. And we walked through some of the physics of uh, how a sonic boom occurs. We walked through some of the causes. Uh, We also asked you for help. We asked you to uh, weigh in with an explanation, plausible, possible, thought experiment, what have you. And we received some answers. What are those answers? We'll tell you after a word from our sponsor. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring with access to over 6 million active hourly workers. Snag a job is the all in one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs on demand, tempt to hire part time or full time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah. Snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. 
So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirks Bentley, Janet Jackson, Megan Trainer, Peso Pluma, Sean Paul, Sum 41, and many more. For way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long. For just $25. $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast from Ruby Studio in partnership with Intel. Explore the future of technology that's rapidly evolving our world today with the help of AI. There's still so much work and research needed to fully understand the power and potential of AI. And Intel is at the forefront of implementing AI and revolutionary technology that's changing the world we live in for the better. In each episode, Graham interviews the minds transforming medicine and healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more while pioneering new uses for AI in these spaces. So tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. We are turning to a message we received from someone calling themselves K. Just the letter K. I really like this person. I don't know anything about them, but I like them a lot. You will, you will understand why momentarily. This is an email, so I'm going to read it like this. Gentlemen, love the podcast. Funny enough, a buddy of mine at No Such Agency, wink, yes, that one, just turned me onto your podcast. Since we both enjoy conspiracy theories, but also like to fact check just about everything we hear called a conspiracy. So yeah, love the show. Anyways, on to the purpose of this communication. The first part is about your latest listener mail segment on Sonic Booms. From my experience as a combat controller, which involves a bit of air traffic control thrown into it, Sonic booms randomly heard are nothing to worry about. Unless there are more than two in a row. Yeah, I recall that uh, Noel had a question about that in our listener mail segment. Going back to the email. See, the thing about the U.S. military... God, I love... See, the thing about the U.S. military... (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This is a very well-written correspondence, by the way. Yes. See, the thing about the U.S. military and the U.S. airspace... There are a lot, and I mean a lot, of special-use airspace, particularly in the southwest United States, but spread throughout the U.S. And Ben, we talked pretty extensively about special-use airspace, or at least uh, you talked about that in the last episode. Airspace that is restricted to normal flights that you would probably be able to access. Uh, You listening, maybe not Ben. I don't know if he could access some of the special use stuff. I'm I'm going to pretend that you can because it makes this is not part of the email. <laughs> no, no, it's not. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, uh, no, no. no, but th- this is an important point. Just to pause here. Uh, Kay is absolutely correct. And also there's nothing inherently sinister nor nefarious about special use airspace. Uh, picture a, um, Picture any crowded traffic area. Everybody has mm-hmm. one in your town. Uh, what what I think we're saying here is, Kay, if I'm if I'm understanding this correctly, what we're seeing is that there's a lot of stuff in the air, 
And if there is not uh, some sort of system of guidelines, parameters, constraints, then those things in the air might hit each other. So it makes sense to have to have stuff cordoned off. I just want to establish that's not necessarily conspiratorial. It's important. No. Right. Yes. That's why we have the Federal Aviation Administration. They can they help with that stuff. And. Kay sent us over to a definition of special use airspace by the FAA, and I'll just, uh, it's kind of a government uh, definition Super or something. Super sexy I'm read language. It to you. Oh, yeah. it's like BuzzFeed. Yeah. 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 No, no, it's important, though. It's important. We got to do it. Okay. Uh, here it is. Special use airspace, or SUA, consists of that airspace wherein activities must be confined because of their nature or wherein limitations are imposed upon aircraft operations that are not part of those activities, or both. Oh, that's not confusing. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, SUA areas are depicted on aeronautical charts, except for controlled firing areas, or CFA. Also, temporary military operations areas, MOA, and temporary restricted areas. Uh, now, that. Oh, there's so much stuff that Kay sent us. I want to talk about some of those things, but let's continue with the email, I think. And this is K. Also, I'm including an attachment of the MOA's military operation area around Tucson. That's Tucson, Arizona. So you can see just how crowded the airspace is over there. These things are everywhere throughout the U.S., and some of them are approved for supersonic flight. This is most likely what people are hearing, talking about the sonic booms. And it should be noted that air temperature, dew point, and cloud layers also affect the speed of sound and how loud it is and where it can be heard from. Mm -hmm. Now, maybe we should just take a moment here, Ben, and describe what Kay sent us. Yeah. So Kay sent us a very large PDF that had a ton of information in it. And I, I cannot stress to you how much information was included in this PDF. I'm not going to read you what the title was, just because I feel like that might, I don't know. Ben, I yeah. think we leave that. Yeah. blank there yeah. um but it has a lot of information about airspace around the tucson area and some military operations and i took a screenshot of one of these pages ben that we're looking at right now and it says training airspace near tucson international airspace and it's a like an overview map of really the phoenix area the tucson area and I mean, it goes like Yuma is on the far western side and what's on the far eastern side? I don't even know what some of the stuff is over there. It's the New Mexico-Arizona border, essentially, on the eastern side of the map. And there are numerous boxes. Like, well, let's, what do you call those? Polygons? <laughs> no, they're not polygons. Rhombuses and, and other shapes that are outlining specific airspace and uh, calling them different things like Ruby, Tombstone, Jackal, Outlaw, uh, really interesting code names, I guess, of some sort. And they all are just representing different special airspace. And now back to the email from Kay. Kay says, now, those paying attention would have noticed that I said they are nothing to worry about unless there is more than two, Meaning which during the last, booms. yes, sonic booms, which during the last podcast mentioned there were four. I reached out to a few people uh -oh, that would have this information around that area. Now I can't disclose who they are also why I am only going by K, but there was an incident that occurred during the time frame in question for an unmanned aircraft that descended <laughs> through the atmosphere. Yes that descended through the atmosphere at a steep angle, passing through multiple different air layers, each of which had differing temperatures and air pressure, which caused multiple sonic booms over a large area. Reports of them reached as far as Denver, Colorado. I'm not sure what the aircraft is, most likely a Skunk Works type spacecraft prototype being tested, but I couldn't get that information. Considering the tests that have always been done in that area of the country, I wouldn't be surprised. Ben, what? Yeah, it's true. It's all true. Everything, everything uh, so far is accurate. 
uh, and also raising important points that we did not hit in our previous listener mail. So what we're what we're hearing from Kay to unpack this briefly is that yes, there is active testing of there is active testing of craft that is not necessarily publicly acknowledged at this point. You know, keep in mind that that is a necessity of the testing and R&D process. Uh, also, as we said earlier, there's no real way to hide a sonic boom, right? Uh, and mm-hmm. and I think this is an excellent point, Kate. I, I think also it is, it's really important to point out that this means there was a testing situation, which is way better than the alternative. The alternative of something just going nuts out there in the sky, <laughs> just way scarier, way scarier. At least, at least there's there's someone at the figurative wheel. You know what I mean? Well, but uh, there's and, no one at yeah. that that aircraft's wheel, right? That's it's why unmanned. we said figurative. Yeah, that's why we said figurative. <laughs> uh, but this 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 is interesting because um, K goes on to communicate with you fellow conspiracy realist and explain why Kay is reaching out with this information. Also, I get the feeling Kay that you are not uh <laughs> you are not necessarily active on a bunch of public social media, which I understand. I think you do too. Mm-hmm. Fully. Um Kay continues to be fair, I wouldn't normally reach out with this, but considering this aircraft had another incident a while back that caused the shutdown of the U.S. airspace. I'm sure you remember that from a while back. I figured it would be worth mentioning it to you all. Do you remember when we mentioned that on the show? Like, oh yeah, U.S. airspace just got shut down and nobody said anything about what it was. Yeah. And it finishes with, love the show, K. Mm. Yeah, this is uh, something extraordinary and profound be quite honest, folks, uh, this is confirmation of a thing from people in the know. And what this means is that, big boy, from earlier, there is an explanation. Dude, yes, uh, it sounds like there is verified testing um, off mic, off air. uh, K has bona fides. And Kay knows Mm -hmm. what Kay is talking about here. Uh, We can say now with a measure of certitude that what you heard, big boy, in New Mexico, those sonic booms, that series of sonic booms, we can say that people have confirmed the cause, right? People have, people have, I should say, people have built a very solid case explaining the cause of those sonic booms. And also, what I took from this, Matt, is that that sort of testing will continue. You know, for years, for years, you and I were speculating on, oh, what was it? X-35B? X-37B. X-37B. Yeah. What's it doing up there, right? (laughs) It's it's an unmanned spacecraft, which is neat. I think objective. It is super neat, but it looks a lot like a space shuttle and it is not supersonic. And, uh, you know, what is supersonic, Ben. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, okay, I wonder, I wonder if you can send us some kind of message to confirm, or maybe you can't confirm or deny, but I have a feeling it has something to do with exosonic. I, I remember seeing an article in aerospace manufacturing about, an uncrewed supersonic test vehicle, basically, that was going into the testing phases last year around October. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's this. Maybe it's something even cooler or scarier. I yeah. guess you definitely can't yeah. confirm or deny it if it's scarier. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, this is somewhat unrelated, but I, I feel like Kay will find this enjoyable. Uh, the statement I can neither confirm nor deny. It has such an interesting origin story, and we yes, figured yes, out yes, yes. what it was. Yeah, uh, so, so I always, 
I always love that. I always wish that we could we could do some of those state level actions as individuals in one's personal life. For instance, sanctioning people. You can't do that mm-hmm. as a person. You can't be like, I sanction you. We talked about that <laughs> on a sanctions episode where unfortunately we were correct. And and again, we talked about some unintended consequences. We talked about whether or not sanctions uh, function as collective punishment. Uh, but um, we're grateful for the correspondence we received regarding sanctions and especially grateful for Kay's correspondence here because it is a solid explanation. It's confirmed in terms of um, the legitimacy. Now, to be clear, Kay is not saying that Kay flew in an experimental aircraft themselves. Hmm. Kay no. is just coming from a place of expertise and saying to, to our fellow listeners, this is probably what it was. And I love it, Matt. I love that every so often you it. get a solid explanation for something. From somebody who's like, hey, uh, my friend at No Such Agency, which is the NSA, by the way, if, if you're just, you know, if you miss that, uh, just yeah, my friend over at the NSA, just, you know, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a hot tip. Like, Kay, how did you contact that person? Like, that's what I want to know. What comms channel do you feel is safe enough to just even ask a small question that doesn't even matter necessarily? <laughs> yeah, well, maybe that's maybe that's a story for another day. But I think we filed this one as a win. And like the next thing we have to think about when we hear these explanations, when they are credible, when they are verified, our next question is, what does that mean for the future? You know, so if if Big Boy is hearing some other series of sonic booms, then does that mean testing is simply continuing? Um, maybe if you are located in certain other sensitive inland regions of the U.S., maybe you have heard a series of inexplicable sounds from the sky. Uh, that's probably what they mean that's that's probably where you're hearing it from yep and we actually got several voicemails in ben that i've we haven't talked about yet but from places like tampa and other parts of the country that experienced sonic booms uh right around that same period so i'm just hmm. and some other weird sounds too like a pretty consistent train uh, train noise level sound that was very low frequency that was heard overhead for an extended period of time. So like some elder God going choo choo or what? what <laughs> yeah, what's just, this like sound? <laughs> just like that. Oh, good. Okay, good. We got there. Awesome. Go us. <laughs> Again, we can't thank you enough, Kay. We'll be right back with more messages from you. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirks Bentley, Janet Jackson, Megan Trainer, Peso Pluma, Sean Paul, Sum 41, and many more. For way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long. For just $25. $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast from Ruby Studio in partnership with Intel. Explore the future of technology that's rapidly evolving our world today with the help of AI. There's still so much work and research needed to fully understand the power and potential of AI. And Intel is at the forefront of implementing AI and revolutionary technology that's changing the world we live in for the better. In each episode, Graham interviews the minds transforming medicine and healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more while pioneering new uses for AI in these spaces. So tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we have returned. There's something that we wanted to bring attention to. It comes to us by way of our fellow listener, Anthony. Anthony says, Hi guys, love the show. The topic of the Tulsa bombing has been a topic lately with both HBO's Watchmen and with Lovecraft Country. However, it's rarely discussed that Tulsa was one of over a dozen towns destroyed during the Red Summer. Have you guys done an episode on the Red Summer? Multiple seemingly successful African-American communities were destroyed, erased from history, and replaced just after World War I. Since this topic is not regularly addressed in most of our history classes, I think this would qualify as something they don't want us to know. And Anthony, you did something awesome and something that I think we very much appreciate, Matt and Doc and I. You repinged us on this. Uh, we do read every email we get. Uh, we are especially fortunate that you brought this back up to our attention. So, Lovecraft Country. Have you guys seen that? Have you guys seen that show? Mm-hmm. Lovecraft Country is an adaptation of an excellent fiction novel written by a guy called Matt Ruff. Called Matt Ruff because that's his name. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so. Lovecraft Country explores a fascinating intersection between Lovecraftian horror and the real-life historical horror of the United States uh, in, in the Green Book years. And when people saw HBO's Watchmen, right, there, there's also a big central plot point. This is not a spoiler, but a big central plot point is the Tulsa massacre. And candidly, many people in the U.S. were not aware of the Tulsa massacre before they saw Watchmen. And Anthony's absolutely correct, Matt. It's not something that textbook publishers are super excited to talk about. You know what I mean? They don't yeah. want to be honest about history sometimes. Well, I'll be honest with you. I thought they were creating a fictional occurrence for the show, uh, the extent of it, like what they showed on screen. And, and of course, it was a fictional version of the Tulsa Massacre. But to me, it was like watching Watchmen uh, really did. It, it was like it changed my understanding of it. And it made me reread stuff that I hadn't looked at in years uh, about about the massacre itself. I'm really glad we're talking about it right now. Yeah, let's outline it. So the Tulsa massacre is the best known instance of tremendous violence. Uh, and it is only one example of a pattern, quite disturbing pattern 
domestic terrorists, white supremacists, attacked African-American communities and did so to a large degree with impunity. They did not face the consequences of their actions. Uh, You can, to the credit of the U.S. today, you can go to the National Archives. Go to archives.gov. It's out there. It's a it's a Google search away. Uh, you can read about what is called the Red Summer, and it is crucial. It is mission critical for us to emphasize that this did not occur in a vacuum. This did not occur to one town. This occurred throughout the United States. There was what was called a spike in violence racially motivated, and a lot of it, to be honest with you, a lot of it was directed against veterans, at black veterans from the U.S. who fought for a country that did not treat them as people, and they survived. They came back from World War I, and when these folks, when these individuals were in Europe, they encountered a more equal world than the world in which they were born, and so Despite the fact, despite the fact that these veterans, these individuals, literally put their lives on the line and survived and came back, they were targeted by domestic terrorists. I mean, that's that's the name for white supremacists. You can dress it up however you want, but those are actions of domestic terrorism. And history is much closer than a lot of people would like to imagine. You know what I mean? And I know, Matt, I know, Doc, there are people in our audience today who are alive during similar incidents. Yes, of course, you're going to get a sanitized version of history in your textbooks, right? You're going you're gonna to get the highlights, the go us, the attaboys. But if you do not acknowledge the terrible things that happened, and I know this sounds like a broken record. Huh. That's a that's a meta reference. Uh, you are doomed to repeat them, just like a broken record. Uh, the most violent incident occurred in Arkansas, in Elaine, Arkansas. Over 100 people were murdered. There is no other word for it. There was no accidental, you know, like there was no... Um, act of arson that accidentally hurt people. They were targeted and murdered. And it's honestly, man, it's unclean that this is not talked about more often. And I know that we, on this show, we strive for transparency. We strive to discover the present, like to dig deeper behind the headlines. We strive to understand the possibilities of the future. And that is not possible without acknowledging the truth of the past. Does that make sense? Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Anyway, here's Wonderwall. I yield my time. Yeah, I, I, I just don't know what to say, Ben. Uh, when I, you think about you know our conversation surrounding critical race theory, and then you look at the actions that were taken during the uh, Tulsa massacre, and you look at the Greenwood District there in Tulsa, Oklahoma, um, destroying the center of wealth, really. One of, one of the major centers of wealth, uh, one of the most prosperous places in the United States for the black community. And it's a rough thing to read about just that it was possible to burn, what was it, 36 blocks? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The, uh, so the reason I think Anthony's point is so important here is because if you are hearing this, you need to realize that sort of thing is not distant. This is not an academic point. These events, events very much like them, can recur. We mentioned the doomsday clock at the top of today's episode. I want to give um, an especial shout out to our old pal, Robert Evans, uh, the mastermind of an excellent series called It Could Happen Here. Please do check it out if you have yet to listen. Um, But I I want to emphasize, too, the dangers 
posed not by grandiose statements, what have you, but the dangers posed by banality, the dangers posed by people who sit back and just say everything's fine, like that dog or everybody knows that meme. The weird, even more disturbing thing about the Red Summer is that, yes, it happened across the country. Yes, it was indiscriminate. Yes, they were murdering people. It was largely a terrorist activity waged by other veterans, which everyone who is a veteran in the audience today, you are well aware that you are supposed to have each other's back, right? You are supposed to have an understanding and a mutual respect. You know what I mean? I mean, they're like... (laughs) There are tons of jokes about the Air Force, right? Uh, the the Army, the Air Force, the Marines, the Navy, they all love, you know, cracking jokes about each other. But when the rubber hits the road, when the sonic booms hit the air, you are supposed to have the backs of your coworkers. And you're supposed to put the mission first. And the mission, really, for several centuries, on paper, has been to make the U.S. a better, more equitable place. That did not happen here. As a matter of fact, just over a century ago, people who put their lives on the line for the idea of the great American experiment were targeted, and they were not assisted by the government, the same government they almost died for. They were not assisted by the local community structure. And I I do not mean to sound sanctimonious. I do not mean to sound self-righteous, but this is in danger of becoming the stuff they don't want you to know. And it shouldn't be because again, you cannot move to the future unless you have a full awareness of the past and the damage done by Red Summer remains with the United States today. It is intergenerational damage. It is intergenerational trauma, intergenerational economic damage. These people were not compensated. They were not helped in any shape, form, or fashion. And this is quickly becoming the stuff they don't want you to know. And we cannot, as a country, make any sort of forward progress unless we as a country are transparent about the past. And, you know, this sort of stuff is not the thing that you often see on the news, right? Like, let's remember, of course, uh, earlier during the pandemic, Uncle Sam came out and said, aliens are real. And and then the world collectively said, cool story, bro, but I got a lot of stuff going on. (laughs) And, uh, And it's easy to forget these things, but they cannot, they should not be forgotten. I I know this is not the best way maybe to end our show today. And for that, honestly, I'm glad it should be uncomfortable. It's weird. And I think that's also just sort of like indicative of the entire point that it's an uncomfortable thing for people to talk about. You know, I feel like people talk about other things in history with a level of comfort that they don't feel talking about this stuff. And I think that that's indicative of something. I don't know exactly what I would say it's indicative of, but it's a manifestation or it's demonstrative of something. I agree. So thank you very, very much to Anthony and Kay and from software. Uh, Those are the three people we're going to thank today. Uh, No, but seriously, Anthony and and Kay, thank you so much for, for writing into us and, just sharing with us information that we wouldn't have without you. You make us smarter and enrich everybody who listens to the show. If you want to be like Anthony and Kay, you can also find us online. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, where we are Conspiracy Stuff. If you check out Instagram, we are Conspiracy Stuff Show. It is a good time to make sure you are following all of those channels, or at least your favorite one. You should do that. We oh. implore you. To do that, as you're hearing this, something very important will be announced in just a few days, maybe a day. Oh, it's happening very soon. So prepare yourselves, get ready for the message. And speaking of messages, if you would like to send your own message while you're waiting for one from us, you have the agency to do so. We would love to hear from you. 
all you have to do is pick up your phone as as Matt always says when he's giving me a hard time for uh, not liking phone calls. Oh, Ben, are you what? You're going to use your phone for the purpose it was intended? <laughs> you can do so. You can do so. You can call us. One eight three three S T D W Y T K. You will hear a message telling you you're in the right place, and then you will have three minutes. Those three minutes are your own; they belong to you. Go nuts. Be honest. All we ask is that you give us permission to use your name and/or voice on the air. Give yourself a cool moniker. It always makes our day. Tell us what's on your mind, and perhaps most importantly. Do not edit yourself. If you have a story that is in depth, if you have something you need to share with your fellow conspiracy realist, and it needs more than three minutes, write it out to us. We read every single email we get. All you have to do is drop us a line. We are conspiracy at iHeartRadio.com. Stuff They Don't Want You to Know is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.